You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to the Black Spark. Welcome to the Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. Yay! Episode 25! Episode 25! <laughs> yeah, we up in the spot. Very happy to be here. Thank you for coming along with us on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? Episode 25. Oh, okay. Gosh! <laughs> so difficult. How was your week? This week was okay. It was a little crazy. Uh, we are in Los Angeles, but New York and Jersey and all those areas are having some blackouts oh, and yeah, rain right. and trees falling and fucking shit up. And yeah. so it's been Storms. interesting. It's so crazy how like I'm 3,000 miles away, but I'm still like mostly you impacted by it. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you stay steady in there. I, well, no, I mean, I, my family fam- lives there. No, I know. <laughs> Yours does too, but apparently you don't give a shit. I said you stay studying it. It's just too much to stress out about, man. I talk to them, but not as often as you do. Y'all talk daily. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? It's not not y'all, it's just me. Okay. So, this week was a little stressful dealing with that. I just got overwhelmed the other day. I think it's because Michelle Obama said that she was low grade, having some low grade depression. I was like, you know what, bitch? Me too. (laughs) So. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's not it's not just that it's the bombing no, in lebanon it's, it's not i mean yeah it's all the things it's, bombs and it's explosions just collective and, collective yeah trauma. Going, yeah collective trauma going we're through still it. in this trauma so it's been a up and down week we had to, i'm trying to get everything set up for the kids tutoring and, which, school. and school which lausd los angeles um, unified school district still hasn't decided on the exact schedule that the kids are going to be following for online learning, how often they're going to be taking attendance. Like, we don't even have a teacher yet. School's supposed to be starting in just over 10 days. No, mm. school starts on the 20th. So, it's Ugh. yeah, like, we almost there and y'all don't even have y'all shit together. And so that was... I mean, they deal... I mean, yeah, I don't, no, yeah, no, they're, yeah, de- they're yeah. dealing with it. I'm not saying, like, I'm just... I'm just saying, I, I would. Yeah. I was hoping, I was really hoping that they would have it more together. But anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I've been pretty upbeat most of the week. So, upbeat, uh, upbeat. Uh, <laughs> you singing one of your '80s songs again? No, that's from um, <laughs> the Teen Titans movie. You keep oh yes, the children right. of the song. Of course. But so speaking of Teen Titans, I went into the kids' room the other day. This is not a them damn kids, but anyway, I went to the kids' room the other day <laughs> because they was talking mad loud. They were supposed to be asleep mm, every night. Yeah, every night. So I was like, what are y'all talking about? Well, we were just trying to decide which of the Teen Titans we all are. Mm-hmm. And we've decided that you're Raven, Mama, because all you do is sit around and say, go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because they be loud. Yeah, they, they do be loud. They've decided that Adai is Robin. I'm Robin? Yes, they decided that you're Robin because Without you always... baby hands. Because you... <laughs> Well, they didn't specify. No, we talked about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they decided that you're Robin because you always have a plan for something. Oh, I do? That's what they said. That's how they oh, see you. I'm just bossy. <laughs> yeah, that's what, do that's, this. That's pretty do much this. how they... And then the next, after you're done that, do this and that. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be bossing <laughs> children around. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, Maintain but that order. was like tangent. But anyway, how yeah, was your it's, week? It's funny. 
Um, similar stuff. Um, uh, mental health. <laughs> Clutter. Overwhelm. My Instagram feed is also full of a bunch of people taking advantage of this moment. And so I'm, I'm, I'm inspired and also experiencing slight tinges of jealousy. I'm like, hey, you doing it? What? I want to do that too. I want to do that. People investing in people highlighting all kinds of black businesses. I'm like, wait, wait, I have one. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's, sorry, I just got to calm myself. N- not to mention all the new responsibilities at work. So it's just, it's fun. Like opportunities are everywhere, but it's, it's overwhelming. Okay. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So gosh, every week we come on here, you're like, oh, mental health issues. Hey, look, we're in a freaking pandemic global. <laughs> Speaking of pandemic, my best friend and I are watching <laughs> The Wire. I think I spoke about this. We still ain't get through the whole series yet. It's so crazy because it's shot between, I think, 2002 and 2006 or something. Anyway, we're on season four. And, you know, randomly they'll show the shots of the dealer selling drugs on the corner or calling out the names of the drugs and it'd be like it'd be like we got that bin laden we got that bin laden and then this <laughs> this past week it's been like we got that pandemic we got that Shit. pandemic and i'm like really sir <laughs> today today sir you got pandemic today i got pandemic today <laughs> oh, man anyway it's a great show y'all should watch yes all right all right Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. Let's talk about them damn kids. You got something exciting to share this week? Uh, not so exciting. Just observations of these human beings. They, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they all are, right? But this one's not, not as funny. Okay. My, well... Over time, it becomes increasingly funny, actually. But this guy, Kyrie, so we were talking. He loves computers now. He likes technology. And the boy, you got to be careful what you promise these children. (laughs) Okay, let's just say that. Because uh, he was asking about computers and whatnot. And I was like, he was like, can you get me this? He's like looking at the damn Teen Titans computer or the Batcave computer. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get you a nice computer when you're older. Oh, because he wants to be able to edit Ben 10 stuff. He right? wants to do Photoshop. Yeah, he wants to do Photoshop. And I'm like, I don't have that app on my computer or the other computer <laughs> or my phone or the tablets. Mm-hmm. So I ain't got that for you. But we can get you one when you're older and you can play with it. And so he's like, oh, well, when can I get it? Like when you're a teenager, son. We'll probably get you a nice computer when you're a teenager. We'll get the software and you can make your edits and do awesome things. So for the last three days. Yep. The last three days, the boy comes in, so don't forget about my computer. (laughs) I'm like, bruh, you're not, okay, you're not a teenager, sir. (laughs) Well, let's, can we look online and look for the best one that's, um, that's going to work for me? (laughs) No, because when you're a teenager, these computers will be completely different. So adding to that (laughs) for the last three days, he's been saying, Mama, do you think maybe you and I could sit down and think about what my password is going to be for my computer? Oh, God. <laughs> maybe we can talk about it in the morning. <laughs> no, sir. Not. But it's a secret. Okay, Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. But can we can we sit down and talk about what it's going to be, my password? Sure, dear. Whatever sure. you want. <laughs> and, and that's the interesting part. Like, so they keep bringing us opportunities. And probably... The easiest way out of this situation is through it. 
by just saying, sure, dear, <laughs> versus, I don't want to do that right now, son. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to wash the dishes. I got to get the trash. No, I have work to He'd do. He'd be like knocking on the door, dies in there doing work. Go on a Zoom call. I just, why are you knocking on the door, Kyrie? Well, I just want to tell, I just want to remind Poppy that we're going to look for my computer. (laughs) Kyrie Kaden, leave him alone. (laughs) So there's that. Yeah. Maybe we can make him write a paragraph or something about what he wants in his computer and draw a picture and all that kind of stuff. That would get him to write. See, the best way to deal with these difficulties is to go through them. <laughs> the more you resist, the harder life is. Just usa. Okay. You got the nag kids this week? So, the last couple of days, I've been going into the kids' bed with them to just hang out and talk and see what they be mm. in there talking about and doing. I open the door to go into Nye's bed. Kyrie goes... Okay, Mama, I'm sorry, but there's 11 farts in here. <laughs> what? There's 11 farts in here. I just farted 11 times. Why did you fart in here 11 times? <laughs> well, because I didn't want to fart around Tatum and Sanai when we were in the guest room watching our show. So I just held it and waited. And then at bedtime, I came in here and then I had to fart 11 times. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, dear. So he's figured out a way to skirt the rule of leave the room when you fart so nobody has to smell it. Which is hold it in. We, we gave a caveat to that rule, which is you don't leave the room to fart if it's bedtime. Oh. So he knew bedtime was coming up and he wanted to finish watching his show. So he held all his farts what? while they were in the guest room watching the show so that when he came in for bedtime, he, he could, could just, just rip, let it rip. Eleven. <laughs> Yo. Smart boy. Smart boy, but... Yeah, so I had to burn not, some incense. That's not fair. That's not fair to his sisters. He goes, yeah, I'm just full of natural gases. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's my farty boy. Oh, God. It's time for Ask a Die, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to it's the black spark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at the black spark podcast. What the hell y'all want to know now? <laughs> so do you want the, the yep. silly question first or the more deep question first? I want the more deep one. Okay. So I have a number of friends who are getting divorced now or who have recently been divorced and most of it is stemming from infidelity on the on the husband's part so my question is is emotional infidelity just as bad or worse than physical cheating or is it about the same um i don't think it's i don't think emotional infidelity is as bad as physical cheating that's the question. Like, yeah. if you having an issue with your spouse or significant other, yeah. and you reach outside of the relationship for that emotional support, versus... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, mean, I would still say, I would, I would want to know the content of the interactions to make it, you know, emotional um, infidelity. It's I like... think definitely physical. There's no, there's no. I mean, there's only <laughs> one kind of, you know, implication right there. Okay, so emotional, like, you have an argument with your significant other, 
and you go to have drinks with your with your female friend. No, depending, and yeah. Talk about that situation. Or, you know, people come home from work and they want to decompress with mm-hmm. their significant other. Instead of doing that with your significant other, you're doing that with your, your female friend. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that you would. Rely on. You're supposed to be leaning on each other. Right. And you're leaning outside. Yeah, it all depends because I have all these different relationships and I don't, I don't, I don't turn to other people, so I don't understand the fully. But there's, there's also like sometimes you feel like you can't go to that person because you got stuff that you want to prepare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Prepare the dialogue, right? Yeah. So. Well, that's different than like I feel like emotional infidelity is like your con. It's like more of a constant thing. It's not like a one-time thing like physical cheating yeah. could be just like a one-time thing but emotional infidelity that's like you have a whole other relationship yeah and that's <laughs> what i'm trying to figure out how is it uh, when did when does it become infidelity because i have a lot of female friends i don't talk to a bunch of them right now mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i'm not sure i feel like it's i don't know exactly where the line is yeah yeah but, but either way if, if you're gonna do either i mean it all depends like i would i just feel viscerally like the physical is clear. The the physical is clear. Hmm, mm-hmm. The emotional mm-hmm. is not. I, so I, I think a lot of women particularly say that they are more hurt by emotional infidelity. Well, that's because women typically, if I understand it, women, <laughs> women <laughs> typically are the ones committing emotional infidelity. <laughs> so they understand. <laughs> Right, they understand what that means. Right, that means dude. that means you on shit shit list. Yeah, that means, I've been, that, means, that means I've been thinking I've been about divorcing you for a long, for a long time. time. So that's what I'm saying. That Whereas sense. this physical, you just stereotypically, no, you tripped and fell. <laughs> the physical stereotypically men are expected to do it, right? So if it happens, you're not like, oh my god, I cannot believe it. It's it's oh he's just a dude. It. It's just oh he's a dude. Like, I should have seen this coming. Or, I know it's possible because he's a dude. Right. So, you feel like it's the the physical. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because it's... it's So, I can call call my guy friends all the time. Just be on the phone with them all day. No, silly. (laughs) (laughs) Just checking. They were talking about the lesser of two evils. They're still both evil. They're evil now. Evil. (laughs) Evil is good. good. Goddamn. Y'all gotta watch Vampire in Brooklyn if y'all don't know that Vampire reference. Vampire in Brooklyn's amazing. Hilarious. Alright, so the silly question is Would you rather have one wish granted today or three wishes granted in 10 years? Today. And what would that wish be, my love? Unlimited <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Spark Speaks. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Yes, so, like I was saying in the beginning, mental health is still an issue. I know mental health month was last month. Was it last month? That's what you said the last time we sat down. Uh-huh. Something about the conclusion of mental health month. I feel like that was in March. I don't know. Well, either way, <laughs> my mental is feeling challenged in or the healthy May. realm. Huh? Or May, maybe. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah. So, I don't know when it was. It don't matter. We are home in quarantine and our mentals are being challenged. I will say this. What I was talking about earlier is that part of my overwhelm 
is not just the changes at work or the changes at home, the changes everywhere. With those changes come so many different opportunities. And we're very much about building and growing and coming out of this situation better. And so it's just overwhelming how many options are available and how many things we could be doing and observing other people taking advantage of this moment and seeing how people are shining and coming together and organizations being built amidst all the madness, right? And so it's just very important to give yourself practical strategies around managing your mental health. And one of mine is to run and hide. <laughs> That's not a practical strategy. <laughs> no. So what I mean when I say that is that there are things that I have to do around the house that require me to focus. And so I'll put on some music in my headphones while that thing is going on. And that way I can still be in the moment, but I can go inward and actually focus and drown out a little bit of the chaos. Also, uh, decreasing our sense of resistance <laughs> and so like what i was talking about earlier just go with the flow and giving it to the moment makes it such that i can move through that moment and when i go back to whatever i was doing it's easier to be in that space it's nia's need to know 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 All right, so what exactly do you think they need to know? Listen, every week, I don't understand why we can't just take a break from all news and all craziness from for the week, but geez louise. So we're doing this in chunks. We got the Michigan governor. She declared racism a public health crisis. Mm. That's wonderful because she's seen the impact that coronavirus and the and the quarantine and all that has had on the African-American community in her state. And she's like, oh, no, racism is a problem. <laughs> like, oh, yes. <laughs> it affects all the things, mm. you don't say. There's a white man with an AK-47 who was shooting at the police. Mm. Yes. He stole two cigars from a store and then shot at a store clerk, store clerk who had asked him to wear a mask. The next day, when confronted, he shot at police with an AK-47. He's still alive. And the police blamed it on him not handling the pandemic very well. Oh, <laughs> I did see that small snippet. Yeah, so sounds about white is what they say. Mm. Mm. Juxtapose that with New York City cops and the police union being upset with Mayor Bill de Blasio because, get this, there was a protest back on July 12th. This activist went to the protest and he had a bullhorn and he was yelling whatever he was yelling in the bullhorn and apparently he yelled it in a female police officer's ear and damaged her ear and hearing a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the police came to his house a couple days ago, so weeks after the protest, and tried to coerce the man to come outside so that they can arrest him. Now, they had the whole apartment building surrounded with SWAT. <laughs> to apprehend with, SWAT. This, with SWAT. To apprehend this man who had, at most, a bullhorn. <laughs> weeks later. Weeks later. Right. So... The they try to coerce him to come out of the house because they didn't have a warrant to arrest him. Of course not. 
he said he wanted his lawyer to come in and they said well if you're so if you're so big and bad like you say you are how come you need a lawyer how come you can't just come outside because well y'all gangsters trash y'all gangsters now <laughs> yes, what yes why you can't just come outside and shoot yeah. the fair what yes. are you talking about yes, the whole exactly. building is surrounded by SWAT why would I come yes. outside so protesters saw what was happening I mean, sorry, sorry. Uh, neighbors and neighbors. stuff saw what was happening and began to protest around the cops or in the street mm-hmm. away from the SWAT people but mm-hmm. still in the street and so apparently the police got a call from I'm guessing the mayor to tell them to retreat because y'all ain't got no motherfucking warrant No, y'all just up in here harassing people so they retreated and now the cops and the union are pissed because now they look like bitches like stupid idiots when was this (laughs) this was like a couple days ago so oh this was in if i'm not mistaken i believe it was in brooklyn but i could be wrong yeah so you know you shoot at cops with an ak-47 and it's you not handling the pandemic well but if you just scream in your protest whatever a bullhorn. We're going to call it assault on a police officer and we're going to come to try to apprehend you without a warrant. Without so a warrant. So that. Because racism is a public health issue. With SWAT. Yes, with SWAT. For a bullhorn. We, well, this guy got an AK. Yes. Ratatatatin. Yes. So there's that. We have the New York City Attorney General, the New York Attorney General, General Letitia James. Love her. (laughs) (laughs) She's suing to dissolve the NRA. We have a lawyer who is actually in the process today of representing Donald Trump in a lawsuit against a media organization in Wisconsin, who is also the same lawyer who was seen and filmed handing in signatures for Kanye West to get on the ballot Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Kanye West, who, by the way, who was just kicked off of the ballot in Illinois because he had turned, they had turned in however many signatures he needed to get on the ballot in Illinois, but 1,900 of them were thrown out because they were either fake, fake addresses, duplicates, whatever, just a whole hot mess. So all of this is to say there are Republican operatives helping Kanye get on the ballot so that they can siphon off just enough votes so that I can eke out another Electoral College win. Same exact thing happened last time. It was only 70,000 votes that caused this, this bullshit. This fiasco. 70,000 votes in three states that caused this electoral win for Trump. And so they're trying to create those same conditions. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kanye himself with his mental health issues mm-hmm. saying... Trump is the closest president we've had in years to allowing God to still be a part of the conversation. What? Where? What? It's Where? a Bible. Where? What? I don't. I don't. I don't. I, and this is when I have issues with 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 people who are following and saying, "Oh, he's doing Kanye West church services." This man. Why are y'all fo- this? If this is not the false prophets that the Bible has told y'all to beware of, then I don't know what the fuck is. Mm, I mm. just don't understand. I don't get it. Don't get it. No. That don't make no sense. That's foolish. He even went on an he even went on an interview on Forbes, pretty much be showing pride at being able to potentially take take votes away from Biden. So Kanye is like, if that's your if that's your scheme, then you should show pride in it. So we have GOP senators who are getting info on Joe Biden from Russia. And then they're putting it out and passing it off as as if it's true. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. a there's a directly with no wingly. Yes, there's a multi-pronged approach here trying to just 
throw shit into the election. Facebook recently dismantled a quote-unquote African-American pro-Trump group that was also backed by QAnon and all that other stuff. It was actually a troll farm in Romania that they believe is linked to Russia. Wait, people farm trolls? <laughs> yes. So this group had two million, over 2 million followers. Oh, wow. Exactly. So people are like, this Domestic is how... Domestic followers or global? Just followers. So people look and, they, you know, you join and stuff and you think that this is popping. Clearly, you yeah. know, it, it boosts their legitimacy when they have so many followers. And it was showing, they were, you know, posting a bunch of coronavirus conspiracy theories and protest conspiracy theories, like Black, Black Lives Matter is Antifa, like all the things. And so this is why... I can't stand this culture of social media and conspiracy theories because, again, they take one piece of truth, mm -hmm. wrap Special. it up <laughs> into some speculation, and then throw some lies on top. And people are like, no, this makes sense. <laughs> this thread over here it's, makes sense, and that thread way over there makes sense. Yeah, it's clearly good because two million people are following us, so they have to be telling the truth. You know, you guys just don't know you follow that mainstream media, and they're the enemy. They lie to you. It's like... Yes, they lie to you, but... Here's the thing I'm not... Y'all listening to a different set of lies. Here's the thing that I'm not understanding about this conspiracy theory thing. Like, I'm a doctor. A whole doctor. No, I'm joking. A whole me. <laughs> right? But there are lots of people out there who are like, can't trust doctors because, you know, they try to poison you and they want to do this and that. Okay, so then what is the point of getting excited and getting happy about somebody going to medical school and graduating from medical school and listening to them if when shit matters you don't give a damn you're not them. gonna listen to them don't trust doctors. you don't trust them at all and i'm not being naive doctors and the country as a whole have fucked up they've done shit to you know to hurt black people and we have many reasons to not trust this but i just i feel like there needs to be more critical thinking Yes, that's what I'm saying. There needs to be more critical thinking. Not just glomming on and being excited about, oh, they're trying to hide this. Hydroxychloroquine definitely works because everybody's saying it don't. So that means it do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, not the way. What are you talking about? <sighs> Joe Biden had another fucking gaffe. <laughs> I did see it. I did see it. Talking about pretty much in a nutshell that the Latino American community, unlike the African American community, is very, very diverse in terms of their political thought and needs and things like that. W. Kamau Bell said that nobody's excited about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is when you are driving down the street and you hit a pothole, get a flat tire. Joe Biden is the donut. He's the spare. He's the one that's going to get you <laughs> to mm. the mechanic. Like, <laughs> the country needs fixing. He ain't the one to fix it. No, he's the one to get us to the fixing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all. Oh, so we just need somebody to get us over that hump so that we can, so that we can then make the progress. Right now, we are in a hole. Mm. And we need the donut. <laughs> we need the damn donut. <laughs> we need the damn donut. All right, so Trump pretty much fired 23 executives at the Postal Service uh, a couple nights ago. He centralized the power under the direct supervision of one of his mega donors, mm. who he put in charge of the post office. Oh, my God. So if you're wondering about how mail-in balloting is going to be corrupted, 
there you have it. And then he just signed a number of executive orders, one, to make sure that healthcare companies cover pre-existing conditions. You know, like what, what the fuck Obamacare we, does. <laughs> we did this 10 years ago with an actual law. Oh my goodness. Ah, and he decided to put into an executive order. Yeah, because his people are dumb enough to think that he's actually doing something oh when it's God. already law. Another one was to cut unemployment aid. So instead of it being the $600 extra a week, he's wanting to put it down to four because the Senate and the blah, blah, blah couldn't come to an agreement. So he's decided to just, with a stroke of a pen, make it happen, even though that's not how it works. It's not how and it works. And you can't do that. Yeah. So there's that. Then he put a payroll tax holiday on anybody who's making less than $100,000, meaning that you don't have to pay uh, payroll taxes into your Medicare, Social Security, blah, 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 which is great if you want to save that extra $100 a paycheck. But it's also fucked up for people who are on Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security because they ain't going to have no money. They need that. <laughs> and then he's suspending student loan payments and uh, signed an eviction moratorium. Those are the only two things How, that were Did helpful. he extend the moratorium? Yes, he extended it through the end of the year, I believe. December. Okay. But it's just kicking the can down the road because the renters are still going to owe that money. So it's not like cancel mm-hmm. it. Debt is still accruing. Yes. Woo, did That's y'all get all that? <laughs> That's a lot. That was more than I thought I needed. I could know. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. That was a lot. I've been taking notes all week. Like, damn, every day I got like two or three different things to add to this shit. Mm-hmm. Pissed off. And that's not even everything that happened. No. Hmm. So, that's all the political stuff. Now let's get to the ratchet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got black people specifically or particularly i believe the nigerians or nigerian americans on instagram and twitter pissed off at black is king and beyonce saying that she is showing devil worship orisha worship just all kinds of evil blah 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 in her black is king or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so you have the people who are like, she don't need to be messing with all that. She don't know what she's doing. You know, that's devil worship. And there's only one true God and blah, blah, blah. And then Lovey. Who that? I have to show you because you should know. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know who Lovey is. Anyway, so she's Nigerian. She's Nigerian American. And she's like, we need to just be stop, stop being so judgmental. Like the colonization of our minds is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that to the point where you can't even see African spirituality without thinking devil worship. Like you can't even see imagery from people who look like you practicing things that your ancestors practice without thinking Satan and hell. Mm-hmm. And because so, of the way we've been programmed because, in terms of the images. Exactly. Except in the fact that they stole a lot of the images, bastardized them, and resold them as their power structure. Exactly. So when we see ours, we're like, yo, that's the actual root. That's what it's supposed to look like. Right. But you studying this bastard shit. And she even went on to talk about, you know, just the, the similarities between, like, what, what are the Orishas if not, like, 12 disciples mm-hmm. like so she was going through all this stuff so i thought that was interesting but it's sad that that's how we feel about our own history 
Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion came out with the WAP video and yeah. the song, and that Adai loves I it. I like it. Elico, this is of, fun. Of course you do. This is fun. <laughs> Adai loves it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. Well, we have people on the internet really pissed off about Kylie Jenner being in the video. Oh, yeah. I saw that before I watched the video, so I, I knew to expect it. And then mm-hmm. when I saw her, I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there was even a petition on Twitter to say that she should replace. That she they should, should be removed from that, the video. But replaced with Betty White. <laughs> That's the part that uh-huh. I thought was great. <laughs> so, I didn't have a problem with her. Aesthetically? I mean, I, I would rather she wasn't in the video, but I think the major issue that I have with her being in the video is that she's highlighted. Like the music stops and yeah, we're watching understand. this one person and she's neither she's neither Meg or Cardi. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I watching her? Yeah. Why am I looking at her? Why is it stopped? Why is this being highlighted? Yeah. So I think that was the part that really pissed me off the most. Why why are we highlighting her? And speaking of highlighting, that's is the send-off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the send-off is highlight your assets. Mm, okay? <laughs> so there's a story of a man who subscribed to OnlyFans just to send these girls naked pictures to their fathers. <gasps> yes. Rude. Disgusting. Oh horrible. Now God. these women are highlighting their assets. They are working like these are grown women working their way through college trying to make some extra money. We in a recession, whether what you think so or not. Yeah, they can't just go out and get jobs like that. They highlighting their assets. They using what they got to get what they want. And he's sending it to their dads. Now, pops don't want to see your wop. No. no. <laughs> like, they're, no. Not sure they're not interested. No. Okay. <laughs> no. So that's rude. But Did I, I say no. You said no. no. Nobody wants to see that, yo. <laughs> so, like I said, highlight your assets. If you cock-eyed but you got nice boobs, you know where that shot's supposed to go. Don't do a face shot. Like, just do the boob <laughs> shot. Okay? That's what you're going to sell today. <laughs> okay? If you got a gap in your teeth, you know, but you funny, then, you know, be a comedian. Don't, be a, don't be a face model. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion only got a few more years on those asses and I'm here for it. Okay? <laughs> I like those assets, ladies. Oh my goodness. Spark it up. Spark it up, yo. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.